This episode of the YVR Screen Scene Podcast is brought to you by UBCP ACTRA, a.k.a. the Union of British Columbia Performers. UBCP is an autonomous branch of the Alliance of Canadian Cinema, Television, and Radio Artists, the national organization of professional performers working in the English language recorded media in Canada. For more information about UBCP ACTRA, visit ubcpactra.ca. This episode was sponsored in part by listeners like you. Join our Patreon community and receive early access to episodes, bonus content, stickers, buttons, and more. Visit www.patreon.com slash podcast. Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and expose the beating heart to the Vancouver film and television industry, namely the actors and filmmakers and other talented artists who do the work, capital T, capital W. I'm Sabrina Rani Ferminger. Like a lot of 80s kids, I have strong nostalgia feelings wrapped around wrestling. I grew up in the time of Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and Rowdy Randy Piper and Junkyard Dog and Miss Elizabeth. I loved watching Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling cartoon on Saturday mornings, and I had a Hulk Hogan thumb wrestler toy. Wrestling to me was something fun and funny and theatrical, but also these people were really, really strong. And then I stopped watching for a decade or so, And when I caught WWF again, now WWE, it was during the time of Stone Cold and The Rock. Something was different. It was still theatrical and there were still incredible feats of athleticism on display, but it wasn't as funny anymore. And there were way too many stories to follow that I could not keep up. Thus, my time as a wrestling fan was done. Or so I thought. Because a few years back, I caught wind of a TELUS original comedy series called Paper Champions about wrestling pros who earn their titles through disqualification and forfeiture. The series starred and was the brainchild of Brady Roberts, who had a long history with wrestling. He started training at 14, was traveling the world by 15, and at 17 was one of the youngest wrestlers to ever try out for the WWE. It's because he lied about his age. Paper Champions reminded me of what wrestling, of the wrestling that I loved during the 1980s. That combination of fun and funny and theatricality and athleticism. And so I committed to following everything Brady Roberts was involved in, which now includes the hit podcast Escaping Denver, a short film about a group of Vancouver actors called Van City, and a new monthly wrestling show called Boom Pro Wrestling. But imagine my surprise when I noticed that my buddy, Sachin Sahil, the bonkers, talented actor and lovely human who was the first person I called in 2021 when I was organizing YVR Screen Scene for India, our fundraiser for COVID relief in India, was involved in not one, but two of those projects. I didn't even know that Brady and Sachin knew each other until I saw the press around Van City, and I was stoked when I saw that Sachin was playing the possibly villainous hype man to Brady's lifeguard wrestler Brady Malibu at Boom Pro Wrestling. And so I invited them both on the podcast to talk about wrestling and working together and what they're finding, what they are each finding in themselves and in each other at Boom Pro Wrestling. 
Brady Roberts, Sachin Sahil. Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast, or should I say, let's get ready to rumble! Wow. <laughs> That was that was like the greatest intro of all I time. I say it every time. I want to interrupt you so badly. I just start clapping midway. You were like smiling so yeah. big, Sachin. So as well. love, first of all, I love when you do it, and then second of all, hearing all that stuff, I'm like, oh, that's wrestling, yeah. TV shows. Like, what else is there about life? Did you guys watch the cartoon? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. And actually, um, I don't even know if I can talk about this because it has. Hasn't we haven't been able to get it off the ground? But um, my production company actually has an animated wrestling kids cartoon that's super fun that we developed with a director from Toronto named Todd Kaufman who did Total Drama Island and Corner Gas, the animated series, and we have this awesome, awesome kids wrestling show that I am hoping to one day get off the ground. Yeah, Um, I mean, can you talk about it? You just talked about it. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 called Space Slam. And it's about a wrestling tournament in space. Yeah, it is. Uh, and I uh, created it with my uh, producing partner, great friend, uh, writing partner, Mike Howrun, who does Escaping Denver as well. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great show and it's uh, it, it means the most to me. And hopefully one day we can get it off the ground. Oh, yeah. hell yes. <laughs> hell yes, we will. Because yeah. now I'm like, I'm part of the family now. Yeah, I exactly. want to be part of it. After that intro, you're definitely, yeah. you're in. You're in. You're voicing one of the main characters. Yeah. Nice. Okay, Sachin, I'm going to start with you because I, in the intro, I mentioned Brady's long relationship to wrestling. Going into this time, what's yours? Oh, uh, Brady knows this. I've loved wrestling since before I loved acting. I wanted to be a wrestler before I wanted to be an actor. I thought you wanted to be Superman. Superman, wrestling, acting. That's the trajectory of things to the point where I would be sometimes want to be Superman when I was wrestling. Because uh, he would win everything. But wrestling back in the day, uh, me and four Wait, of my Wait, sorry. Yes. Do you think he would try to win everything? Do you think that he would be a good wrestler? If, he would be so earnest and stuff? Or he might just be like, I want the humans to feel good too. And No, good guys are good wrestlers too. It's just they know they have to win for the greater good, so they would. That's okay. the storyline and the greatness of wrestling. <laughs> a good guy has to beat the bad guy so the yep. bad guy can be vanquished at the end of the day. So any match that they would have, he'd be like, I have to do this for the people. But wrestling was, we have destroyed, me and four of my friends, Rahul Kunal, my brother, and myself, destroyed my friend Kunal's grandmother's uh, bed. Every weekend we would go and wrestle on it and destroy this thing. We watched wrestling endlessly. I have, I can't tell you the Bret Hart memorabilia I had growing up. It was wrestling with my first love. And what did Um, you, back in the day, what did you love about it? That's a good question. Everything. I, I love the storyline of it. I, I love the fact that it was these good guys versus bad guys. I think I knew back in the day that they were doing something special, which mm. they are. These guys, watching them now put these matches together beforehand and then go into the ring and then improv in the ring. They're doing this art form that people don't consider an art form because people always say it's like fake wrestling or whatever. But people go to Cirque du Soleil. They go to all these plays and stuff and they think that that's art to me. If you know the inner workings kind of and how wrestling works, you know it's art. You know yeah. what they're doing in there, the improvisation, the way that somebody's working with another person, the story that they're telling in the match that has to do with the story outside of it. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful what yeah. they're doing in there. And the things they're doing with their bodies, nobody can do that stuff besides these guys yeah. and women. Yeah. Nobody can do it. And from, the, from a long time ago, I just loved it. And then early on, I saw The Rock. And the first time I saw, oh, in my mind, like we talked about this actually in the screen scene, 
you don't ever see yourself as the main character as an Indian kid growing up because you don't see it everywhere. Mm. Then I see this big brown beast start taking over and taking people, become the champion. I'm like, oh, I can do that? Mm. So to me, that was such a big moment. Besides loving wrestling before that, he showed up and made me love it 10 times more. Yeah. Um, and then I met Brady and I was like, oh God, this is... Okay, I want to put a pin in Brady. Not actually. <laughs> not actually. Hopefully not actually. <laughs> but Brady is... I mean, so, I mean, Sachin talked about wrestling as yeah. an art. I, like, and per personally, for me on the outside, I've looked at it as like an art and also a sport, you know, because I'm like, I can't do what they're doing. Like, what is it? How would you, as somebody who's been on the inside for a long time, yeah. how would you categorize wrestling? I would also categorize it as, as an, I think it's, it's a real art form to wrestling. And I think that wrestlers are sort of the, maybe the most underappreciated performers out there mm. because as Suchin said, we, we are athletes doing, you know, high risk live stunt shows with no second takes. Everything's yeah. live in front of the audience. But we're also uh, performers and actors uh, and, you know, improvisers, as, as he mentioned before as well. So we're playing characters, but we're also doing these highly athletic flips and rolls and we're getting punched in the head or hit with weapons. And it's uh, it's a really underappreciated art form, but it's, uh, that, and that's kind of why I fell in love with it too. Uh, what you were saying about the eighties wrestling and the boom at the late nineties too, just these larger than life characters. Yeah. And as a big comic book nerd, as I think all of us are <laughs> judging by the office we're sitting in right now. I, I can't um, deny it when the evidence is like yeah, right here. <laughs> it's like, to me, it's, it's a comic book come to life, right? Yeah. These muscly spandex clad heroes fighting each other. It's amazing. Yeah. So that actually kind of brings up, though, one of the issues that I often have around anything involved in in nerddom, be it comic books or Star Wars or Star Trek or like all, all the various things all that. Yeah. And, and I'm assuming wrestling, too, because when I've tried to come back to wrestling over the years, I find that there's gatekeeping, you yeah. know, just to eat. But even as far as like. Like not even like fans are like, you can't be here, you don't. But it's like, you have to know so much, yeah. you know, about like all of the different characters and all the different storylines. And I'm like, it's too, I just want to enjoy. And like, like, and it's just, it's too much. It's, and it's the same with like comic book fans. It's like, you can't be a Nightwing fan because which one yeah. are you a fan of? And which one, yeah. which, it's like, okay. So, so, you know, how do you like, how do you respond to that? Do you feel the same way? And like, where does like something like, you know, Boom Pro Wrestling, you know, this monthly show kind of fit to fit into that? You know, can I as like a, you know, a casual fan from the 80s and late 90s kind of like come in and... You better. Yeah, I think... Okay, that, I'm... <laughs> we want every, I think Boom wants everybody. I yeah. think, you know, when you're talking about those gatekeepers, those people, I think, don't speak for the actual people either doing it mm. or, or the general mass of people that enjoy it and love it because it's not, it's for everybody. Yeah. Right. It's all of this is for everybody. Comic books are for everybody. That's actually the story behind all of this stuff that we love. Yeah. It's for everybody. And boom pro wrestling, I think is built specifically, not just for people who love wrestling. Cause you have very talented wrestlers who've been doing it Brady for however many years yeah. now, how many years is it now? Uh, well, I took a little break, but, but it's going to be 20 years, 20 next years, year, which is right. crazy. <laughs> and, and studying under some of the greatest wrestlers yeah. that are known yeah. to mankind. True. So you have not only people who love wrestlers who love wrestling, enjoy the show, but the show itself made by Max, who is, yeah. uh, he's a comedian. He's a, he's an entertainer. He's making a show yeah. for everybody. And so people that come there that don't know wrestling, are watching this extravaganza and hearing the audience react to stuff is the only reason you do this stuff. Well, yeah. and I think that Boom is 
kind of the perfect intro point for people that might feel similar to you in the sense that we, we loved wrestling in the 80s, we loved wrestling in the 90s, we love these larger than life characters. You listed off all these great characters at the beginning as well. And I think you're right. There is a little bit of a of gatekeeping in any kind of fandom. And I think that uh, there's there are fans that are really big into sort of this more hardcore style of wrestling. And I don't necessarily mean the wrestling with like blood and guts and stuff. I mean more yeah. like the technical... Um, very, very technical style of wrestling. What we do at Boom, and I should say Boom was founded uh, by Max Mitchell, who's a comedy promoter in Vancouver. Uh, awesome promoter, big fan of wrestling. Comedy promoter. Comedy promoter, and a yeah. Man. And a fan of wrestling. That's but rad. He, yeah. what, what he wanted to do with Boom was create more of a sort of throwback to that sports entertainment feel. Bigger characters, longer term storytelling. And we are trying to attract... I hesitate to even use the term casual fans because even casual fans um, suggest that you watch wrestling once in a while. We're trying to attract people that maybe don't even watch wrestling at all, mm. but want to have a super fun night out in Vancouver, a weird East Van night out. And <laughs> Is there go any to the other Legion, kind? <laughs> go to the Legion in East Van and drink $4 beers and wow. watch some people throw each other around in spandex. And we do these great recap videos that Max edits uh, that that recaps the shows quickly, so you can be caught up to date on the storylines. There, it's so the show is so much fun as it is. For the yeah. first one, I actually got to sit and watch in the audience. Now I'll be backstage doing stuff um, because of the way the show works. But the first show I got to watch, it was probably the most fun I've had in this city doing anything in a long time. Wow, the whole that's crowd was huge. together. Yeah, together. When when a crowd gets like that together and they're watching, like you know, when you go to opening night for a Marvel movie, like Endgame <sighs> or something, and the crowd is hollering at the screen. Yeah. That's what it feels like to be at a boom event. And Max made something awesome in the way that he kind of uh, puts it together with Brady and the way that they kind of um, create these stories and these ideas and enough to keep the audience engaged. That is a, a talent. Yeah. And the audience is never out of it almost because it's just a moving show that moves. So people are constantly engaged and having a best time. I love yep. that you guys are doing it in Vancouver too, you yep. know, because we do have this reputation of being a no fun city and, you know, nobody wants to go out anymore, like all that complaining, but like, give us the opportunity Absolutely. to do mm -hmm. something fun, yep. you know? And like, honestly, the way that you described it, that sounds like the perfect, the perfect night. So actually I was going to put pins where I don't, where did I put pins? I'm not sure where my pins are. How did you guys meet? Like, have you guys known each other? That's a, how did we even meet? So that's, uh, a great question. that's a good question. We've known each other for a bit, but the biggest disappointment, one of my biggest disappointments of my life mm. was I was supposed to be in Paper Oh, Chasers. yes. This is a good story. We've never told this story, I don't yeah, think, before. Yeah, we've never told it. I was supposed to be in Paper Champions as who? As uh, so so yeah, this is it. We're dropping a big bombshell here. Wow. No one knows about this. And of course, you, you've you seen Paper Champions. Love Paper Champions. Suchin was supposed to play uh, Resner Midnight, the gothic wrestler, and Jared Joseph was going to play Olympia. And then what happened was, so it was all set up, we were ready to go, contracts signed, dates figured out, everything. And of course, we, we filmed that show in Calgary. And uh, I don't know, a month before we went to camera, we received a call from TELUS, who we did the show with, who wanted to push the shoot dates of the show. It had to do with their fiscal year and mm. all this stuff. And they moved us into the ne next fiscal year. I legitimately had to call my Alberta producer and he was at the location. They were rigging up lighting for like a lighting <laughs> test and had to tell them, hey, just uh, can you stop everyone from working right now? Because uh, we're getting pushed. So. Oh. Uh, it was an unfortunate situation um, that I was uh, not happy about. But uh, so then it was a scheduling conflict because, of course, these guys were going back on their show. 
and we had to uh, recast. And of course, uh, Peter Chow and uh, and Toonji did amazing work in those roles. Um, but yeah, that was not the original plan. I wanted to be on that. Like, honestly, uh, Brady knows this. So yeah. first of all, before we knew about Boom or anything, to do anything to do with wrestling, a dream of mine. Yeah. To do any any sort of that. Aren't you from Calgary I'm as from well? Edmonton. You're from Alberta. Right Alberta I'm sorry. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> Is it? Sorry, like, am not, I going to get in trouble? Outside of Alberta, it's the same thing. In Alberta, <laughs> I'm going to get beaten up for saying that. I'm sorry, I'm but like, now you're you're a wrestler now. <laughs> now I'm a wrestler, yeah. so I can, I can do you're it. You're a hype man. But, yeah. Oh, man, we were working out. I was sending Brady pictures. I was like, Jack. I was like, I was like ready to be a wrestler. Like, I was, yeah. the amount that I was lifting for this thing. Yeah. Then it got moved, and I was like, ah, oh, God. It was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. That, that, yeah. that message calling Brady that day was tough yeah. wow so your friendship started in heartbreak yeah yes yep. yeah as the best ones do yes. yeah yep. and then we knew we knew we had to keep doing stuff together and now yeah greatly so then when i found out i was i was going to get back in the ring so max called me and i had been out of the ring the last few years and i was kind of i was thinking about getting back in i just took a little break from wrestling i was frustrated i had done a bunch of tryouts with wwe and hadn't got the job and I had gone and wrestled in Japan and then right after I got back from Japan, the company that I wrestled for folded and it was like, so every, I felt like every time <laughs> I was getting close to doing something, it wasn't happening and it's just like being an actor. Sometimes it's a heartbreaking business because you see your friends go on to become big superstars and make millions of dollars and you turn mm. the TV on every week and they're on the TV and you feel like I, I, sh I should be there too. Yeah. And so I was frustrated with that. And I was also kind of frustrated with just the local scene, just I was, just wasn't super happy with what some of that stuff. So I stepped back for a little bit. Max pulled me back in with, uh, I really loved his vision for Boom Pro Wrestling. And I felt like it fit what my vision of wrestling is, which is wait, a lot wait, of fun. Wait. You're missing something. You oh. did a wrestling podcast. I did, yes. First. So I, oh, I did a wrestling podcast with a guy named Ravenous Randy Myers. Yeah, he's in the show. Called Rebooking the 90s. And it was a it was a fantasy draft. We drafted 90s rosters of wrestlers. Shut up. And it was 12 episodes. No, seriously, shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> okay. And we, we compete every week. We would lay out what our shows would be. And so what happened is we were fantasy booking this wrestling company. Max was thinking about starting his own wrestling company. That's a whole story in and of itself. And he was a fan of this podcast. So Max calls us up and says, I'm starting this wrestling company. I love the way that you guys booked these wrestling shows, this fantasy show. I need some wrestlers to help me do this. Because what, what Max did well, uh, we're just gushing over Max right now. He's a, he's a great, great dude. But what Max did well and what I've seen people make mistakes with in the past is you see people that are wrestling fans and they'll go, I'm going to buy a wrestling ring. I'm going to start a wrestling promotion. I can do do that. And they lose money and they fail and whatever. Man, we see that with theater companies exactly. too. Exactly. <laughs> it's like people, like for me, the, comp the comparison is like, if somebody said, well, I've seen a lot of movies. I could probably make a movie. And they mm -hmm. don't ask anyone that's ever made a movie and they just, it's like the Tommy Wiseau making the room or something, right? They just <laughs> now, throw now, a bunch now. of money. Yeah. That is so, also, <laughs> that, so, that is a thing of genius that is, that's as true, well. Absolutely. I've seen that movie more times than I've seen any other movie. So maybe it is amazing. So Max calls Randy and I and says, I, you know, I'm starting this wrestling company. I need some guys to help me do this. And I think that that was a smart move on his part because myself and Randy have, you know, 20 years each experience in the business. Uh, am amongst some other guys that Max brought in as well. It's not just us, but some other people involved that have a lot of experience. And um, I think that was a smart move to to do that. You know what I love too is that like a lot of people will do a podcast because they're passionate about something. Yeah. 
And I know you have one. Can yep. you say what your podcast is called, Sajid? The Brown Guys Basketball Podcast. The Brown podcast. Guys Basketball <laughs> Podcast. But, and like, you know, we do these pod, like, you know, yeah. these podcasts just because like we want, we're, we're passionate about something yeah. and we want to talk about it, you know, and like, you got a gig out of yep. it. Like, it's, it's, it's great. You never know. So I, Sajid, I think that means that you're about to play in the NBA. Yeah, you're about to get drafted. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah. Grizzlies yeah. coming no, back. Me and Brady are going to make a basketball show. That's what's going to yeah, happen. That's true, actually, yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. So we, I know we're jumping all over the place yeah. right now. I love now, it. But, uh, now, since I, I know we might talk about Van City at some point as well, but now we're actually working together on multiple projects that we are developing, and one of which is a basketball series you know and i am not a basketball fan by the way fyi amazing. but i love a good sports show yeah. huge friday night lights fan yeah. and uh, he's a basketball guy. passion so is passion i guess what's really interesting is like you guys don't really look alike yeah kind of like maybe, maybe a little bit of but like it's almost we, we like do or don't well kind of you do but oh, you don't like <laughs> no but you don't like you're clearly from you could not make the brown guys uh True. I basketball was, I, I have not been invited on the brown but guys basketball you also you have a very similar kind of energy yeah we, you know what's you both funny? talk a lot. We yes. love to talk. <laughs> yeah. We both love to talk. So they, and you're and you, passionate. Yeah, and I call right. with us, you nobody will ever say a word in. I was literally going to ask a question too, which I love about you, Sasha, is that you kept talking because that's what you're like. But that's what you're. That's what you're like. That's what you're yeah. both like, right? Yeah. You know. But is that like? Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Like, do you have the same kind of? Um, like approach to things or is it is it just like all energy all the time like I what think that's why we vibe yeah yeah You're, there's so much vibing we're both right hustlers <laughs> we're just super ambitious dudes yeah. we're both from alberta i'm also from uh, not very far away from right. where he's from yeah i think it, that's why it, it works uh, I, like we send a text or a message to each other and we just get on something yeah we start doing something we immediately yeah. start moving on stuff and that's you know, when I moved back here from Toronto after I, I lived there for six months and I moved back, I went to coffee with Brady and we kind of just had one coffee that was like, you could feel the idea of being like, oh, these two people just want to move. No matter what they're doing, they would like to keep moving. Yeah. And that's just who I wanted to, you know, work with, be friends with and work with. And also we have, we like all the same stuff. So yeah. it's really easy to talk with each other because we kind of understand what the other person is saying while they're saying it and already start working on it before we finish the sentence. That's yep. amazing. So it's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what you're describing though, that keep moving, keep creating, um, that's, that is rare, I think, especially for actors, mm -hmm. you know, where a lot of what you guys, I mean, I don't know, but you see my wall, I've spoken to a few actors. Um, a lot of what you have to do is like, you know, you have to be patient and you have to like, you know, s like stay the course and, and like maybe not necessarily make stuff happen you know but you have to it's almost like a lot of accepting fate i guess yep, you know totally. and like but you guys like seem a little bit different I'm the than opposite. that too yeah like, you're like smash yeah i'm <laughs> not waiting yeah. but you know what we do which is yeah. great a lot of people force an issue yeah we actively only are working and doing stuff on stuff we are passionate about yeah so it's not like uh we're not running into a wall hoping to move it you're moving something because you want to move this thing, yeah. right? We're, what wrestling podcast, basketball podcast, wrestling show, writing shows that we love because we love TV. We're only going to write stuff that we actually are passionate about. Yeah. You know, we we it, it's not like a, oh my god, we have to do something. It's because we love the process of doing it. Yeah, it's not oh my god, I have to become this out of this. It's no, no, I'm enjoying even creating this stuff. Yeah. And that's the whole joy of the process. Like, sure, you can sit around and do stuff because if you're not passionate about stuff, do the things you're passionate about. And if it's not much, find out what it is. But we just love a lot of stuff and love a lot of the same stuff. 
Yeah. We just go at it. God, it's like the same vibe. It's like you have like your vibe clouds of like combined the vibe clouds. Yeah. The vibe clouds and yeah. it's crying unicorn tears. Raindrops. <laughs> um I do I do want to talk a bit more about the characters that that uh you play embody yep. who you are. Um uh, but I'm interested, you know, in in Van City because you know I am one of the lucky few that's had a chance to actually yes. watch um the short film slash proof of concept. Uh and a lot of what you're talking about you know, especially like what it means to be an actor and the kind of perspective that you you need to have and that you actually do have. And, you know, like it seems you're what you're saying, such and it really mirrors like a lot of that. How how much of like your your own experiences are? I mean, I'm guessing the answer is a lot, but like, are you mining for for Van City? Yeah. And, and what do you want? Because it's like it's all of these different actors, you know, who are going and a filmmaker um, who are, you know, going through this process like you know how do you how do you want people to feel about the industry is there like a thesis statement that you're going to be making or is it more like a confluence of all the different experiences that you can possibly have yeah so i think so with van city um i came up with this idea like five years ago and i created this little pitch doc that was just the basic thing and then i kind of sat on it for years and i would just think about it and i would think like maybe i need to partner with a good writer and uh ended up meeting uh, a great writer chris the uh, who's actually she's based in, in Toronto, but she's from Vancouver, so she very much understood the scene here. Yeah, and we wrote the pilot and the deck and everything together, and then we actually had this this famous coffee that he was just discussing, and I told him about this project. How and, long was this coffee? Uh, oh, I don't know. Just it was in December. It Wait, was, you both drink coffee? Remember? It was four minutes, and we just created <laughs> seventeen projects. No, it's, Joe, yeah. you're both caffeine drinkers. I guess you are. I'm watching yeah. you drink caffeine, yeah. and yeah, man, yeah. you guys on coffee. That's why we're. That's, that's why magic. we're so like yeah. yeah. That's why we're so much. Energy. It's infectious. I was yeah. feeling kind of blah before, and now I'm like I'm feeling it. So I knew with this show, like I have always had this group of friends in Vancouver, and it's changed over the years and stuff. But I'm I'm always surrounded with other actors filmmakers musicians models wrestlers whatever like just like that's the people that i like to hang out with because that's kind of the the you know those people like understand each other because there's a certain journey that you go on and it's a hard journey and god it's so, hard to talk about this journey you know yeah. even me on the periphery but like with people who aren't from this this world like you For know sure. my brother-in-law um he's oh what does he do see i feel like an idiot when i'm like what does he do yeah. he is something with like like financial planning and um, like life it's some very important very grown up and when yes. i'm like, like when i talk to him about like what we do out here and like it's almost like we're just like speaking past each other like yeah. we just it's hard to understand it. unless you've done it yeah. right and if, and if and if unless you've done it for years yeah because it takes you you build that callus right but yeah. So we, we wrote this great show and, and Suchin came in and, uh, and he did some great rewrites on it as well. And then we said, you oh, know, I didn't know that. Yeah. So so he had a hand in in, in a little bit of the writing as Red well. Which pencil. Is great. Yeah. <laughs> great writer, actually. So um, and then we did we shot a little proof of concept in February of this year and we cut it together and we have been uh, we've been pitching it since yeah. then, which is great. So it's a cool show. And I think in terms of like what we're trying to say with it, it's more like almost a bit of a slice of, of life in terms of like the entertainment industry stuff is kind of the backdrop. Mm. It's really these relationships with these people in Vancouver. And I feel like Vancouver has not been represented great on screen or enough. <sighs> I and mean, frankly, we, got, we just got some really, I mean, 
we, we got some news, but, but it wasn't even news at all. I think yeah. it was like, you know, the DGC, you know, put out some numbers recently about how many actual, you know, productions are that are like, you know, um, original, you know, yeah. but like from the big networks and stuff. Anyway, it's pathetic. It's it's You're like back. very pitiful. It it's like family law. Yeah. We just talked about this on yeah. the way here. We're like, what are the Canadian but, shows? Um, like? the Canadians are the best to act with. They yeah. show up, they do their job, and they leave. Yeah. Everyone knows their lines because they're not doing it for fanfare. They know yeah. they're not going to get it. <laughs> they love it. Like we're talking about with passion and stuff. Mm -hmm. They love acting so much. Yeah. They love acting so much. Not anything to do with not any of that other stuff that comes with it. They want to go to set and say lines yep. and yeah. do it and leave. And that to me, when you're working with Canadians, I again, I had a producer one day be like, Sachin, why was today such an easy day? Mm. I always say this story. And I said, count how many Canadians you have on set today. Yeah. Done. We're yeah. going to get the crew home because everybody's professional. Everybody knows what they're doing. I'm just a little upset, though, that you said that you've told the story before other places. I told like, you. I are you sure? Okay. I must have told you. I'm just you. like, oh, wow, you're giving me like recycled oh, content wow. from other interviews. Wow. Fuck that noise. It's just the story. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good story. But, you know, I, I just I love that. I mean, you say Canadians, but like specifically, there's also like this Western alienation yes. yeah, and there's like yeah, a very yeah, yeah, specific, point. you know, like Vancouver and also I think like Calgary, Edmonton, yeah. you know, experience as well. Right. Where you have all of these, you have incredible storytellers, you have incredible like infrastructure, mm -hmm. you know, both in terms of like the physical infrastructure and cool locations, but also like cast and crew, yeah. you know, and like this will to do it. And yet like all of the. I guess I, I the look on your faces yeah. is like I'm totally like speaking to the speaking to the speaking to the choir yeah. here. Yeah, well, but yeah. it's like you know yeah. the the people out there you know in the center of universe, uh, which is also I've spent some time there and I have a lot of family there and I love you guys so much. But seriously, the people yeah. like who are at the big networks, they're like there's no vision, there's no yeah. like you know desire to be like let's we have this resource, we have this infrastructure in Canada, let's mine it. Yeah. Isn't that what Canada is? They say it's like, you know, three mining companies in a trench coat. Yeah. Mine us out here, you yeah. know, like and because it's like everybody will benefit. So and that's a big reason why we vibe is because yeah. we both want to do that for people here. Yeah. In Vancouver. Look at the cast of Van City. Yeah. All those people should yes. be a lead. Yeah, exactly. Like of their yeah. own show. Yeah. I already come on. Like Osric, yep. Louisa, Bethany, you know. Yeah. And that's you where know, like, that the show really came from originally was sort of my frustration with shows not being set in Vancouver, uh, Canadian networks not greenlighting enough shows that are, again, focused on in Western Canada. Some yeah. amazing talent here that I feel like should be in leads. I have I have vocally had frustrations with the actors union or, you know, it's because it is frustrating when you're an actor and you've been doing this for many years and then you look at the call sheets and it's 75% American talent on the shows yeah. and we can't go and do that in the US, but they're coming up here. And so it's there's there, a lot of these like frustrations is kind of where the show initially came from. Man, I know that you guys don't have all the answers, although maybe you do yeah. like your vibe and the coffee that you yeah. had. Like, did you talk about what we're going to do to fix things up here? Because yeah. like the way that I see it, it's got to be like all of these things need to perfectly align. Like you have to get like, you know, from the studios and networks on and the unions and everybody yeah. on down. And then frankly, you also need to have like our, our talent out here to like, you know, be demanding stuff and to believe we're also, nice. you know, like I've had to like, like I, I I'll invite somebody on the show like, I love your show. And I'm like, well, I, I'm a fan of yours. Like, really? I'm like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. Like, you're a star. 
like like you believe it i'm going to treat the people that come on my show like stars because you are you know but i can't build help build a star system out here if you don't believe that you're worth it too so i'm going to take like a hard pivot here because i don't want to forget um i want to talk to you guys about uh your characters (laughs) your alter egos okay at at boom pro wrestling at boom pro wrestling um Brady, first of all, Brady had brought a gift and he brought a prop. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is not a prop. No, no, no. I mean, more like I would say this a prop. Is the Holy Grail. Yeah, he brought the Shit. Holy Grail, not the. No, the Holy Grail is super humble. That is not a humble <laughs> thing. <laughs> that is not the wrestling right. belt of very a humble good. carpenter, <laughs> yes, okay? Um, no, very, so you brought me a little good. sticker of Brady Malibu. Yep. Um, wearing little short shorts and uh, got his little lifeguard thingy yep. there. And, um, and then this, like, really just stunning audacious um wrestling belt that i got to hold and it's like it's really heavy vancouver city championship vancouver city championship so are are you have this are you're the champion i am the champion so aren't you supposed to wear this around all the time it's it's uh (laughs) i i I keep it in my office right now yeah up on my mantle and i just stare at it for just hours that's me with my with my gem dolls and and my x-men right now too that's what offices are for (laughs) take good care of it yeah yeah it is beautiful okay so tell us who is brady malibu brady malibu is a swimsuit model from sunny California. Uh, you know, I think with wrestling characters, the best wrestling characters are the ones that are just you dialed up to, to full, to 10, to 100, right? So you did the dial thing too without looking. We both did the dial. See, look like- at that. See, <laughs> we're twinning here. Yeah. No, we just know. That's yeah. it. Um, obviously, I, I mean, I sure hope I'm not as big of an asshole as Brady Malibu is in real life but the the character definitely is like me on that next level and I think that's the same yeah. with the way that he does it because in Boom we play these sort of arrogant movie star dudes and we're listing our film credits and it's like it's all real yeah but we're just sort of tapping into like the bad guy side of that and i think that's why the people hate us so much we yeah because we a bit of a bait and switch with such an as well from what i saw from the recap video right because i'm like like you you come out and you give a you don't make a donation of five thousand like look at my brother sajan (laughs) donating money and (laughs) my favorite thing about that was like so uh, because i know wrestling so well i know exactly how I, I felt I did. I knew what to do in this situation. And Brady was yeah. talking to me about it, the story that they presented. And it, honestly, they keep like, hey man, thanks for being a part of the show. They have no idea <laughs> like what they could have done for young such a, like a heel turn in wrestling is when you turn bad. Yeah. And never in my life would I think it would ever be written that such and Sahel made a heel turn in wrestling. <laughs> it's like the biggest thing you could do for a character. So at the yeah. beginning of the event, I show up there. Thanks, such and so for being here for our first Boom Pro Wrestling event. I give him a huge $5,000 check. That was a big-ass check. Guys, I just want to thank you so much. This is amazing. I'm so glad we're doing this in Vancouver. Have a great day. Cheer with the crowd the whole time. Celebrate at halftime. Halftime. At the break, they were all <laughs> being like, hey, man, this is so nice of you to do. Thank yeah. you. My pleasure, guys. My absolute pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Friends of mine were coming up and like, I didn't know you were doing this, man. Great. And I'm like, thank you. Because in wrestling, you hold it. You never drop character yeah. while yep. the show is on. And I, I wanted to maintain that. 
And then wait, so are you so okay, so finish yeah, yeah. your story, but I just want to say, like, does this mean that like if I'm able to attend a future event, if I can get a ticket because these shows are selling out, yes. any conversation that I might have with with you? I will not we will not be have a nice conversation. No. <laughs> it won't even you won't be like him. You yeah. won't like me. I will look at you in the crowd and be while I'm on stage and just be it. Sure. Maybe I will have a character <laughs> that night too then. <laughs> and then Brady comes out and he's like, look at this loser in the audience pointing to me, yeah. being like uh, I, I'm a bigger star than he is. How? What is he doing here? I can give more money. Back I think I actually said my actual line was, "I've seen all. I've seen all your movies, and they sucked." <laughs> and, it was so, yeah. and the whole crowd at this point is on my side, so they're booing him. Yeah. And I'm booing him. The other wrestler comes up to me, Sharif, and he's like raising my arm up. And the whole match, I'm chanting for Sharif, chanting against Brady with yeah. the crowd. We're all in it. Then, then Brady knocks down the ref. The ref gets knocked down. Brady classic did. wrestling. Classic, classic wrestling. wrestling. Mm. Knocks uh, Sharif's friend with his life preserver. Knocks him out. He's about to hit Sharif with a weapon. I run in. I grab it from Brady. I'm about to attack Brady. But lo and behold, I turn and I attack Sharif. I shake Brady's hand. The entire crowd. In a ro- if you see the faces in those videos, the kids in that faces. No. Broken hearted. <laughs> Broken hearted. And in wrestling. That's what you want. This is you the beauty. Yeah. This is the beauty because this is the moment <laughs> where you and I'm, I'm sure you could feel it. Yes. Too. And everyone in the building could feel it. We had the people in the palm of our hands. Right. Yeah. We had just done such a masterful job on that show with that whole sort of show long arc. Everyone thinks he's such a nice guy. I'm the worst human in the world. And then we see this moment and everyone, it's the same, like you said on the video, you see people's faces and it's just, it's like, it's beautiful. Nobody it's likes so to be beautiful. tricked. Oh yeah, and then you broke that check. And then, and then ripped, <laughs> ripped the check. And walk ripped out. The check. And then next, and then it's great about that is the next show then, we get to walk in full bad guy. Yeah. Mm. Not just like half, full on, yell at the crowd. You guys are idiots. We're the best yep. bad guys. And I can't tell you what that feels like. I got it. So I have a very unfair question, but it's my show. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I know that in your life, you're a huge Superman fan. Yes. And you have one of the last lines in Smallville, yes. right? Because don't you like you run in and you're yep. like, what do you say? Um, somebody tell Perry White just came in over the wire. There's a bomb in an elevator uptown. Yeah. Great line. Yeah. It's huge. Huge. Huge moment for you, right? Yeah. That moment, your experience that night at Boom. How do they compare? Wow, those are actually both two of Suchin's childhood Suchin's favorite things. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, because I would think it would be impossible for me to be able to do what I was able to do in a wrestling event. I never thought I would be so entrenched in a story or in a show that I would get to have a heel turn. And if mm. you're in if you know anything wrestling at all, that is a big moment. Yeah. And as an actor, I think maybe I'd show up to a show and I could do something fun and then come out and be a heel. I would have to say, I think it's that moment in Boom. Yeah. I think this is what I also missed about being in the ring because I wasn't in the ring the last few years is is that like instant gratification. It's the same thing as being a theater performer or, or any kind of live performer. Mm-hmm. Like when you're an actor, you're on set all day and it's you're sitting around and you go and record your lines and then, it, you know, hopefully like a year later you get to see it uh, <laughs> at, like sitting at home or whatever. And, yeah. Can I just say like that's why I love act, like recording yeah. with actors because like it might take two or three months for, for me to release an episode sure. and I never get like texts are like hey when's my episode coming out like i'm like wow actors are so patient but then like in in wrestling (laughs) yeah 
you're in the ring, there's hundreds of people and you do you do one thing, you make a face or you do something evil and they go crazy and you're just like, I, I got them, right? Amazing. And it's like, you, you miss that because there's just a rush to that, right? I can't wait to like go and bear witness. Yes. So are we gonna see you such in like in the ring, like doing wrestling shit? Like, are you like- <laughs> I mean, maybe one day. I think I'm gonna leave it to the professionals for now because the, the show is so good. It's so full of like actual amazing, wrestlers yeah that i'm happy to be the uh, i always knew i would be a great smarmy bad guy manager and i'm currently in life in my villain era i'm only playing villains on tv too yeah and on this there's just something about it that's happening right now and i love it yeah and it's just uh being a heel manager in wrestling is some of the most fun if you can't wrestle yeah that you could ever have you broke that because oh i'm I have I did not attend. I haven't attended the shows, but I have seen um, the first uh, show recap video. Uh, Brady says there's a second one. I'm going to watch that. Mm-hmm. You get all the sense of like the storylines and stuff. So in the first one, though, I mean, I, I remember you breaking that that check. And I'm like, oh, like maybe he's going to we're going to see him actually like get in there. Might have to get, get you some trunks or something. Maybe, then. maybe. maybe. What's, what's your what's your wrestling outfit? What would oh that my be? God. It would just I'm be sure a, you've thought about that for sure. Well, now this guy would just be wearing a pair of like uh pinstripe i was gonna say pinstripe i was gonna say pinstripe second show i'm and honestly my i feel like my my character's outfit now is like a jack skellington wardrobe with that cane yeah full-on smarmy oh that's so you yeah and i just get to dance that's like your fourth favorite thing legitimately yeah i actually just my character is such and dialed up Mm -hmm. mixed with jack skellington gomez adams and beetlejuice amazing he's just loud brash insane laughing maniacally yeah. And just crapping all over the audience and yeah. just pairing with Brady and making sure he wins at, by any means necessary. Any means necessary. Okay, so people want to see this show now. If they're in Vancouver, yep. they want to go and attend tonight. Um, if they're not in Vancouver, they want to come to Vancouver to like go yes. and attend tonight. What can they do? So uh, the next show is November 26th. I'm not sure when this podcast drops, if it's before or after that, but November 26th is sold out. Uh, so the first three shows have have all sold out like five weeks in advance. It is a very hot ticket. It is hard to get a ticket. Our the following show is December thirty first. It is a New Year's Eve show. Shut we are up. ringing in the New Year with some live pro wrestling, which is going to be a super wow. fun event because people are always looking for something fun to do on New Year's Eve. So yeah. I think the best thing to do is follow the Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Boom Pro Wrestling. Um, and then also when you buy a ticket on Eventbrite, you can opt into like, you know, signing up for uh, notifications or whatever. And uh, they send a pre-sale code out to people that have previously bought tickets as well because we're trying to really build a community yeah. around it because we have these continuing storylines. Um, and yeah, and if you're not in Vancouver, we post these fun recap videos because it is a very sort of 80s cartoony sports entertainment style of wrestling we have obviously uh swimsuit model brady malibu but we've also got the punk hunk the weirdo hero ravenous randy myers who's a lot of fun we have a abraham lincoln president abraham lincoln is wrestling on this show yeah, he, is he is amazing so we have some really big characters uh cat power nicole matthews some really badass women wrestlers that are fantastic uncle daddy tony baroni who's sort of this creepy landlord dude drinking whiskey on the way to uncle the ring like, daddy, uncle daddy uncle daddy, daddy, daddy tony baroni so wow. some really fun characters so and then sharif and uh sharif and jackie, jackie reloaded just very exciting tag team oh my god so much fun to 
to work with. Just like, and also just on top of that, Max is also a great part of the show and he's, the show that he's put together here, mm-hmm. uh, I said this as soon as Brady said they're doing this, that it's like, you, as you said, Vancouver needs something like this and I'm so glad that it exists here now because it is the most fun I have had in this city. And like I said earlier too, like you, you really, don't have to know anything about wrestling or even be a wrestling fan it's like it's there's wrestling but it's also like a kind of weird comedy variety sketch Mm -hmm. show (laughs) like just all these characters um and when you see the show you will definitely appreciate the athleticism of the wrestling like it's going it's like going and seeing Cirque du Soleil there's super cool flips and slams and but it's just the show and uh, I should also mention this a gentleman named Lane Small, who is our like audio visual tech guy. He does a fantastic job. We're in this hilarious old Legion on commercial drive, but he lights this thing up so beautifully. And the production of the show is really cool. The ring looks The ring is awesome. And I think like that high production value is also something that's often missing from some of the other, you know, independent wrestling companies that exist. And so that just really elevates the whole show too, if you're not a wrestling fan. I cannot... I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, I don't know. We've asked all my questions. I'm trying to like. Amazing. I don't know. That's well, the first time I've ever seen that happen. That well, ever seen that happen to me? Just thought of one, I think. Yeah. She just put her. I did. I did actually just yeah. think of one. I know that you guys, you vibe really well. You've This is clearly the, I mean, we are, I'm getting a picture into, you know, a, a growing friendship and collaboration here. What is, what is something that you haven't told the other about what you've learned from them? Man, I don't know. Oh, man. This. Um, what have I learned from you? Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. That is a great question. Do, do, do dudes talk about what they've learned from each other? We do here. We, <laughs> yes, dudes do here. Yeah. Uh, I haven't even told my well, wife I, what I've learned. I, 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 I think the reason Brady and I work so well together, and I, I probably haven't told him this, is because we... Brady, you complete me. Wow. There's like another... There's a version... There that is. I, there's a part that I do really well and it's a part that he does really well. And there's a blend in between there in the Venn diagram where we both do something else really well. But there are aspects of it that that uh, he does so well that I don't never even think about doing mm. um, on a very technical side, yep. you know? And there's a side of um, that I think I present in terms of like, if he asks, if he says, hey, we should write this, I'm gonna put pen to paper within like that one pilot he's like hey he had to tell me he's like hey man can you slow down <laughs> i will finish a pilot in three days yeah if i want to get it done because my brain that's it works i want to sit down and get it done so it's like we i think we have a lot of crossover in what we do well but there are these outlying things that are like okay that shit's done now because that person wants to do that yeah and it's awesome yeah i think i think kind of following up on on that is it is really hard in this industry to find a good, like good collaborators mm. it sometimes takes many years to do so because when you start working with someone it is like it's like you're getting in a relationship and sometimes it seems awesome at first but then you start to drive each other crazy and yeah. so i have two partners at my production company rogue panda pictures uh matthew hall fantastic producer yes. i've worked with him forever uh and mike howron who i mentioned earlier uh, who writes escaping denver and space slam and uh fantastic fantastic uh, creative dude uh, very good friends of mine um so but outside of that sometimes it can be really hard to find other collaborators and because Mike has so much on his plate writing our show Escaping Denver and he has other shows he's working on. Um, 
I'm I don't consider myself to be much of a writer. I write, but I'm not I'm not a great, great. writer to be honest. So collaborating with Sachin, who is a fantastic writer and is super motivated, uh, and also Krista, who I mentioned on Van City, another fantastic writer, super motivated, great person. Uh, like finding these collaborators can be really difficult. Yeah. And so when you do, I think it's important to like hang on to and nurture that relationship and make sure everyone feels like respected and appreciated and like their work is being um you know loved as as much as i love those things so yeah yeah but i don't think yeah. i don't think i know anybody or have met anybody in this industry and i've been in it for a long time that can hustle like brady in terms of work in no. terms of like just just because he wants it to like he knows how to do all the right things the right way yeah in ways that i think most people don't know how and I actually don't know how he does it, to be honest. And but that's not my job to know. Yeah, yeah. But he just gets it. He always gets it done. Yeah. And what do you I, think it is, like Brady? What do you think it is about you? Because like, yeah. I I feel like the, a lot of the stuff that you do is stuff that other people would be like, it's too hard to do yeah, that, or sure. I don't know if there's an audience for that. Yeah. Like like the naysayers, right? The concept, the paper yeah. champions, all this stuff that you guys are doing at Rogue Panda, and you you know you're putting together like. People want to do proof of concepts, and people and the way that it was done, how professionally it was done, mm -hmm. how beautifully it was shot, how, mm -hmm. how uh, the way that everything was done so professionally, like you're showing up to a set. Yeah, you just don't get that when you're doing stuff like that, and that's the way it's just like I said, it's always done. It it is funny because like even in our my company with the two other guys, it's like you know Matt is sort of really defined as as this great producer. Mike is defined as kind of this great creative, and then like I always sort of like hesitate to like I don't I don't know what is my role in this company but i it really is kind of like the hustler like i'm the guy yeah. that's out there making these things happen I, i'm the guy that has you know typically found the funding and mm -hmm. uh, you know met with the networks and just created those types of relationships and stuff and i think it's just sort of an, an insatiable um appetite for life and yeah. work and loving the work that i do because i feel really blessed that when I was 15, I got to start accomplishing my goal of becoming a wrestler and I got to do all these cool things in that industry and then becoming an actor and I got to do some cool things in that industry. And like, I just feel really blessed to get to do the things that I like and make some money doing those things as well. Yeah. And um, so I just feel like when I wake up in the morning, it's like, I'm, I'm like a 5.30 in the morning guy, as you probably imagined. Uh, same, same. And it's like, but I, but it's because I'm, I'm excited to get up. I'm yeah. excited to get up and email 20 TV networks and get 20 rejections back, but hopefully one time one of them will be a yes kind of thing. That's all and you need. I just, I love it so much, yeah. right? I never get tired of and, it. Well, and, that's something. Yeah. Like that is bringing something, like even here at Fishlight, yep. I am not like a technical person showing you the office. I'm like, I don't really know what we do here, but <laughs> yeah. I'm vibes. And like, sure. that's important. You like that. you yeah. need the vibes, you need the energy, you need the love. Like that's, you know, I guess what I do at the, on the podcast too sure. is, yeah. is uh is vibes don't you guys feel better now that you've talked about your feelings yes yeah <laughs> love you bear you couldn't really look at each other <laughs> while you're while you're the doing most, it like two straight white dudes <laughs> yeah. two straight dudes uh, talk, talk, trying to talk to each other like yeah, yeah. well i'm i'm his wrestling manager so i mean i would i would pump yeah. him up anyway that's yeah. like yeah. my job yeah okay such and sahil brady roberts brady malibu yep where can our finds find you where can our fans find you that's how i say it that's how like english works i mean on social media though i mean also at obviously the boom 
pro wrestling nights, but yes. um, social media, keeping in mind that Twitter might not exist. True. <laughs> yeah, I don't Very soon. I'm barely on that thing. I only promote yeah. Boom on Twitter anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. wise. Um, That's wise. Yeah. So such and style at, is that how you do it? At yeah. such and style? Yeah. On Instagram. And is that such and dot style or? I think it's just such and style. Yeah. Okay. I think I got it. I think on, I think on Twitter, I'm such an underscore style. That's somebody, right. Somebody took it. Mm. Yeah. And I couldn't get it back. Unbelievable. Now, did the person not, who took it, was anymore. that? They're not active anymore. It was somebody that was like a fan of me and then they took it and then. They're not actively they a fan anymore. They, wow. They got it once and were never an active fan. They never posted <laughs> oh one my thing. God. Oh my God. Oh, so maybe it Rude. wasn't a fan. Maybe it was somebody who just wanted my name. Just to troll you. Yeah. It's very smart. <laughs> uh, I am also on Instagram and Twitter, who knows for how long. Yeah, uh, yeah. And on both at Brady Malibu, no, okay. no underscores, no nothing. Just so when they Brady interact Malibu. with you on the socials, are yeah. they interacting with Brady Roberts or Brady Malibu? It's funny because I feel like on Twitter, because I, I actually didn't use Twitter a lot, but now I'm using Twitter more because of Boom Pro Wrestling. I feel like on Twitter, I often am in the character of Brady Malibu, <laughs> yeah. kind of posting as a jerk in a tongue-in-cheek kind of way like tagging boom yeah. wrestling and uh and then on, on instagram i'm i'm just brady roberts just it's just the, it's just, just i needed the tag yeah but i'm just real me it's been yeah. on that it's been very confusing for people watching me be a bad guy it's true to so on social media some people thought i had an issue with boom pro wrestling they're like hey what did this company do to you <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is part of the. Yeah. I don't know how to explain this. We're blurring the lines. We're blurring the lines. Yeah, I yeah. Do, I turn full heel sometimes. It on is. Them. It is funny though with wrestling in that way because yeah. you would never like. Let's say you're playing a bad guy on a TV show. Never. You wouldn't like post like blasting the production <laughs> or something. So, it's but in wrestling weird, you do yeah. it. And it's yeah. acceptable yeah. to do it. Tell like them we're gonna burn them to the ground. Yeah, no, exactly. but it, like for you to do it, such and it's really weird because you're so nice and it's kind strange, and yeah. stuff. So like, like if I read some of those tweets, like out of context, I'm like, fuck this company. What the yeah. fuck did they exactly. do? Yeah. <laughs> I, I somehow make boom wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we go and we yeah. protest. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you guys got to get Mastodon as well for when a right. Twitter yeah. goes Mastodon. sideways. I'm on there and people are actually really nice. Oh, great. Yeah, it's like it's all about like community and stuff. Don't let all the server talk though, like confuse you or whatever. Once you get past that, it'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, fellas. Thank Pleasure. you. Thanks for having us. All right, listeners. Thank you. Thank you for spending this time with us today. Please like, subscribe, leave us a review if you are so inclined. They help us find even more listeners and then we can keep having conversations like the one that we had today. Find us at www.yvrscreenscene.com. Follow us on Twitter for the next little while and Facebook and Instagram at YVRScreenscene and at SabrinaArmf. And if you're on Mastodon, I'm, I don't know how to say it yet, but it's like at SabrinaArmf at mass.to. I'll put it in the footnotes for the episode. The Weber Screen Scene Podcast is hosted and executive produced by me, Sabrina Ronnie Mera Furminger, and it's edited by Simon Furminger. Special thanks to Mariana Furminger for recording our Patreon ad, to Paul Furminger for technical support, and to Dane Not Furminger Devlin for the original music. Poor, poor Not Furminger Dane. Webier Screen Scene is a division of Fish Flight Entertainment. Join us next time for another deep dive into Vancouver's dynamic film and television and wrestling scene. And cut! Hey, filmmakers. Did you know that you can hire top quality, experienced, and professional actors for your films? If you're producing a student film for course credits, 
working on a web series, a short or a feature film, you can afford to have some of the best talent in the business in your production. How, you ask? Well, UBCP Actor has an ultra-low budget program, which offers a range of options that cover everything from student films to productions with a $300,000 budget. There is a ULB program that will meet your needs, regardless of your budget. To learn more, visit ubcpactor.ca and look for ultra-low budget programs or email ulbprogram at ubcpactra.ca. Now is the time to jumpstart your dream for the screen.